This episode of the podcast is brought to you today by DMV Labs. DMV Labs, founded by my good friends Kyle and Taylor. Uh, after countless years of failing to find genuinely beneficial line of supplements for their clients, exhausting years spent looking and exploring for endless options, only frustrated them uh, believing supplements were ready to exceed their expectations that did not exist. The truth is most supplements today are loaded with unnecessary fillers, copious amounts of caffeine, and blends not offering any real benefit. They crave supplements that would solve real health problems, so what they did is they created their own company. Oh, how entrepreneurial of them. That's right, DMV Labs was born. So you go to dmv-labs.com. That's dmv-labs.com. Uh, use code word Goldie's Playground, all one word. Get a discount on your first order. Go find yourself some protein, some joint support, some CBD products. Hell, maybe you even like their DMV Labs apparel. Get you some. DMV Labs, that's dmv-labs.com. Code word Goldie's Playground. This episode of the podcast also brought to you by the greatest coffee in the world, Invader Coffee. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard me talk about it. You've seen me post about it on all the socials. By all means, go get you some if you haven't already. InvaderCoffee.com. Use code word Goldie's Playground. Again, that'll get you uh, a, a discount on your order. They air roast their coffee, which means lower acidity. It's super smooth, full of flavor. It's fantastic coffee. Please go to InvaderCoffee.com. Code word Goldie's Playground to get a discount on your first order. What's up, everybody? We are going to have a little bit of a different episode of the podcast today. Uh, today, it's just me. Uh, no uh, friends or any of those things here on the MFG show. Uh, today is just one I wanted to do. I was sitting here uh, getting ready for work uh, on a on a beautiful Thursday morning and decided, you know what? I want to do a podcast. I have some things I, I was just thinking about going through it. You know, um, it's it's been a, uh, hopefully a, a good start to the week for everybody. I know this week for me thus far has been uh, relatively tiring. Um, oh, is it because of all the hard workouts you've done? No, to be perfectly honest, I don't think I've worked out in about three weeks at this point. But no, no, not at all. Uh, it, it's exhausting because, ladies and gentlemen, it is the greatest season of all the year. No, not the most wonderful time of the year for Christmas. Uh-uh, I don't want to get uh, trademark infringements put upon me there. But uh, no, uh, not only is it the NFL season, which is, you know, everybody loves, um, I most of you who who do know me know that I don't give a crap about college football, so so that doesn't really rank in there. But the biggest and best part of it, postseason baseball is here. Yes, finally, postseason baseball is here. I'm super pumped for that to be here. Uh, and but that also means late nights, right? So two wild card games already this week. Uh, watch the Red Sox beat up on the Yankees while I dislike both teams tremendously. Hey. Anytime the Yankees lose is always good in my book, and uh, it wasn't close. I want to thank uh, Garrett Cole for stealing $364 million from the Yankees to get six outs in the most important game of their year. Awesome. The drought of uh, getting back to the World Series, dating back to 2009 for them, which i got to tell you, kind of pissed me off that they're mad about that. Uh, as, a, as a lifelong Orioles fan, uh, I've only been waiting since I was four. Uh, so 1983 was the last time the Orioles were in the World Series. So uh, just cool it down with the, oh, we haven't been since 2009, whatever. Uh, but then last night, uh, the, really the the big kind of coup de grace, the, the real reason people love, you know, playoff sports in general. I'm not going to tie it just to baseball, but it's baseball season. So we'll go with that right now. I mean, to end it in a walk-off, to set up what is going to be one of the best series 
probably the entire postseason in the NLDS. The Dodgers walking off against the, the Cardinals last night. Chris Turner with the home run in the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, put to send them on to face their their hated rivals, the Giants. Right, this is this is as good as it gets, folks. This is this is uh, hell. I mean, the only other thing to kind of compare it to would be uh, a Yankees Red Sox NL, or ALDS or uh, Ravens Steelers or uh, we'll say Redskins Cowboys. Um, you know, hated bitter rivals, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be a great series. I'm really looking forward to it. Let's see what else. What else has happened this week? Oh. Ah, one of my favorite ones um, that that is just kind of bouncing around out there. Uh, let's talk about uh, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, sixty minutes national news show, which I don't watch a whole lot of, but I read the article the day after about the 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 former Facebook employee or executive uh, who was kind of a whistleblower for for what they were doing, uh, for all of the you know the 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 data they're collecting, the data they're selling, how they're using the data, uh, really uh, your personal data. Uh, while on Facebook, kind of just reiterating the the shady business practices we all kind of expected that uh, the old Zucks was doing up there uh, or out there. I guess they're they're out on the in San Francisco, so in Silicon Valley. So um, I don't know why I always equate like every one of these big tech companies is all in Seattle when it's really just as far as I can think of now is really just Apple and Microsoft, but like all of them I think are, are up there for whatever reason. Um, but it, I digress. Uh, and then ironically, the day after that whistleblower uh, comes on, there happens to be a very strange six hour outage of all Facebook products, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook messenger, Instagram messenger, all of a sudden, uh, all of them at one time go down for six hours for six hours and, and of course right we were all waiting for the uh, oh we got hacked claim uh but in reality we were, no one was going to believe that uh for one two uh i i love that the was based on an update apparently that left a patch open that that didn't allow it to happen which i again find comical uh extremely comical um I, I, let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, they, they were deleting evidence. That, at least to me, it, it, it seems way too much of a friggin' coincidence that the day after uh, the whistleblower on 60 Minutes becomes a widespreading story across all national platforms, uh, that the Facebooky goes down for six hours. Six hours. Not only does it go down, but for six hours. Like, it, those people in IT and everybody know that, I mean, it, it, when big companies like that have stuff like this go down, platforms that millions, hundreds of millions of people are using, uh, maybe not hundreds of millions, tens of millions of people are using, uh, it, it doesn't go down for six hours. might go down for an hour, but it'll be back up. So there's something to think about, kind of keep about with the old Zucks up there letting things happen and, and then shutting it down uh, so people don't find the evidence that they're selling all of our data to anybody and everybody that's asking. Uh, and that includes maybe, you know, I don't know, foreign countries. I don't know. But we won't get into any conspiracy theories. Who wants to get into conspiracy theories? That gets crazy. That's crazy. Uh, let's see. What else? As I noticed today, uh, a fun story that, that uh, I noticed came across. So I'm a, a huge stand-up comedy fan. Uh, always pay attention to a lot of the the specials that come out on Netflix. Always look forward to them. And I saw a tremendously hilarious trailer on Monday as well. So while I couldn't get on Facebook and, and dilly-dally around, 
I don't, I don't know that anybody dilly dallies on Facebook, but uh, while I, I couldn't get around and do that, I, I decided to to peruse the tubes, the YouTubes, uh, and, and as I got on there, I saw that there was a teaser trailer for a new Dave Chappelle, the Goat, uh, as the kids say today, a new Dave Chappelle comedy special. I was like, oh man, and the teaser trailer is hilarious. If you haven't watched I, the the, the comedy special is out now. It came out on Tuesday on Netflix. It's called The Closer. Um, and if you haven't seen the teaser trailer with uh, Dave Chappelle uh, and Morgan Freeman, you got to go watch it. It's only like a minute, 27 seconds long, of course, because it's a teaser. Uh, but it's hilarious as you would expect. Uh, go find it on YouTube. I, I highly recommend. Really funny. So, of course, I got very excited on Tuesday. Uh, for whatever reason, I, it, it didn't populate in my, I guess, whatever algorithm... Netflix decided on my algorithm that I don't watch enough comedy specials, so it didn't want to suggest the closer. So uh, I had to go and find it, and uh, I didn't have time Tuesday, and I finally had some time uh, yesterday, Wednesday, to to go see it. So I pulled it up and I watched it, and I thought it was hilarious. Um, uh, another outstanding special. Um, is it as good as Sticks and Stones? Uh, it's not it, sticks and stones to me still stands out as one of the best ones that there is, but um, and one of the best comedy specials of all time. Uh, but what's really funny is it's fun to watch. You know uh, the story with the Dave Chappelle specials on Netflix. If you don't know, is obviously Dave was gone for a while, and as he came back, uh, he signed a deal with Netflix to do. I, I believe it's five or six. I, I lost track of how many there are. It's like five or six. Let's just say it's six for for funsies. Um, six specials for netflix so netflix was like yes we're gonna have him we're gonna shoot all six of these specials what they did not realize is that apparently according to dave he already had three of them in the bag he had already recorded three specials that he was just waiting for somebody to sign uh so the, the he put them out so he put out and he ended up putting out five specials in five years this was going to be the last one it's called the closer um and if you watch each of them is its own kind of topic and, and the cool part is you can watch the evolution and kind of the uh morphing of, of each of these specials uh as it goes along um there's obviously a few of them that are a little more sensitive especially the ones that were released or the ones he did right around um any racial injustice many people know if you you follow dave Chappelle, he's, he's kind of uh, uh a big uh very highly involved in in any social injustice and things like that so um in, ter in terms of correcting social injustice, I don't, I don't want to insinuate that Dave Chappelle is uh, for social injustice. Um, he's just there to, he's he's always been a, a big backer of protesting for that and, and making sure. And he points out a lot in his comedy, the, the differences, obviously, in, in a lot of the way a lot of the, the culture works and in his hilarious fashion. So today it really caught me off guard. Um, and, and just because I know, like after Sticks and Stones, one of the big things that came out was, you know, the the LGBTQ plus community really went after him, thinking that he made too many jokes about them. Um, I, you know, I heard a great thing one day uh, that one comedian said that's like, you know, you don't go to a movie theater and sit down and say, just show up to the movie theater and go, I'll just take a ticket to any movie and then sit down and go, oh, I uh, am now in the middle of a period piece movie and I hate period pieces and then go out and yell at the movie theater people uh, for giving you a ticket to that movie. You don't do that because you made that choice, right? So at the end of the day, 
you, when you go to a movie theater, it's because you're going to for a specific movie that is in a genre that you appreciate, and you're going to do it. So you go to the movie theater and you say, all right, I'm going to go watch uh, you know, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, because I'm into really hilarious, classically done, Oscar-worthy comedies. That's what you do. And then you go and you watch it and you realize, wow, not only is this Oscar-worthy, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo probably should have a sequel. Oh, there is a sequel that comes out. See, and you can predict the future. But that my point is, is you go specifically for a specific type of movie. If you're going to a comedy show or you're going to watch a stand-up comedy special, maybe, maybe, just maybe, do some quick research if you don't know who the person is, if you're not familiar with their comedy. So you have a better understanding. Because if you go and you watch, you go and watch, or you sit at home and you watch, and you don't like it, but you had no idea about that person's comedy, you really don't have a right to then bash that comedian, um, especially if they're doing what they always do. And that was a part that kind of drove me nuts about that, but what made it even crazier to me was, you know, I, and again, I'll say spoiler alert, um, I'm not giving away any jokes, but spoiler alert, uh, during this new comedy special, Chappelle goes very deep into explaining why he did the jokes that he did, um, how angry people got, uh, and trying to help explain his perspective, which I think he does a very good job of. Um, I think he does a really great job of. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, one of the things he points out is, is that all these people that get mad, the, the gays, the trans people, the, um, the other letters uh, that I, I know I'm forgetting, but um, those people that, that got so angry at him, he tries to explain, is, if you pay attention, I have no problem with any of you. Uh, I've made jokes, but uh, they're jokes. And I'm, I have no problem with any of you. Uh, females, I know that there's a lot of women that think he's, he's down on women when he points out he's very much not. Uh, and that his only problem that he's ever had that he's tried to push forward is is, is the, the the racism between uh, white people and colored people. That That's what he's driving home is the part that always bothers him. And, and the only people he's really made fun of in, in a way uh, have been white people, which uh, understood it's, it's, you know, it's all in good fun. It's, it's all comedy and, and you know what he means when he doesn't mean. And, now, finding out that after he talked about after Sticks and Stones, how he was uh, kind of attacked by the LGBTQ community and the trans community and everybody kind of coming after him for, for being transphobic and all of these things, he goes into a great story of a dear friend of his that was trans uh, that he talked to and he did a lot of things for. And I'm not going to go into the whole thing, obviously, because it's his story and it's, it's his thing. Um, and it's a tremendous story that he gives great background to, great detail, and how he is now caring for uh, that trans person's uh, child as best as he can because that trans person uh, did commit suicide, not because of Dave, but because of everyone else attacking her. And his point, his point is they always told him that he was punching down on the trans community when he never has. He has stood behind all of them. He has done all of those things. And then I see today, uh, then I see today that apparently there's outrage. Shocker, right? Shocker. 
in today's world, there's outrage over, I don't know, uh, the fact that he made some jokes about a group and that group didn't like it and now they want him canceled. Uh, now they want Netflix to pull it down. I saw that there was a young lady that worked at Netflix that said, uh, I've worked here, I've made this show. Um, I think it was the show Dear White People or something like that. And she said that I, I'm no long, I, I'm no, I will never work for Netflix again as long as they put out comedy specials like this. Think about what you just said, lady. A comedy special. Things in there were jokes. Okay? Um, he shared his opinion on some things, and he explained why he did things. He explained that he's jealous of that community because that community has advanced more uh, their agenda in the last decade, and this is these are his words, not mine, uh, than the entire black community has in 200 years. And he makes jokes around it, but if you listen to the freaking man talk, he explains what he's doing. So this idea that it's uh, he's he's making these jokes because he's transphobic, not at all. You're not listening. You're not listening. Which, again canceling and not listening seem to be the growing majority in the United States uh, versus the minority, unfortunately. And then I switched off of that because I was like, ah, this is ridiculous. I'm going to go back to sports. And as I clicked over to to go to a sports page, I saw that it now mentioned also that ESPN was suspending or suggested time off for Sage Steele um, who I, her name always stands out to me because here in the DC Maryland area she was a, a sportscaster here and got promoted out of here like you know got recruited to come to ESPN and we were like oh yay somebody local from here outside of Scott Van Pelt is going up to the mothership there at ESPN it's going to be awesome uh, so anytime I see her name I always just kind of pay attention um, again just because of the local ties and I see that she made some inflammatory remarks. Um, and she had uh, said some terrible things about the vaccine. And I thought, whoa, here we go again. So let's see what this is. I, just because I wanted to understand and see what's happening. And apparently what she said is she thought that it was sinister and evil that ESPN or, or something along those lines, I'm paraphrasing, um, that ESPN was going to require. ESPN parent company Disney was going to require that if you're employed there that you needed to have a vaccination. Uh, and it was on a podcast she was doing with Jay Cutler, um, former quarterback of the NFL. And apparently during that podcast, she also made a comment that she thought it was interesting that Barack Obama checked black on his census because his black father was nowhere to ever be seen, and he was raised by his white mother and grandmother, she said. But you do you. Um, so you do you. And so, um, you know, he, uh, and apparently ESPN didn't like either of those comments and, and sat her down. And I guess my question is, um, what did, what did she say that was so wrong? She stated her opinion. Um, but what did she say that was so hurtful and wrong? I mean, like, I, I don't really know where she's going with the whole Barack Obama thing. It's kind of weird. Um, you know, it, I understand why he would check black. I, I don't understand why anyone would be offended that he checked black. Um, we all referred, you know, everyone has referred to him as our first black president. Uh, so I, I don't quite understand that part of it. 
from her, but that's her right to have that opinion. Um, It's her right to have that opinion, and she can have that opinion in the United States of America. The problem I have and what's happening when you tie this back to the Chappelle thing, you tie this back to a lot of other things, is that you can't have an opinion that's different from a group and have that group go, ah, we don't like you, and then just move on to people they do like. We're diving deeper and deeper into, I don't like your opinion, so we want to end your entire existence. Okay? No one, no one that I know of is in any way, shape, or form saying that slavery and the Confederacy and any of those things were good. They were terrible. Right? No one is saying uh, Nazi Germany, concentration camps, uh, the, the Holocaust, any of those things are good. Yet, because we don't like them and they're offensive to people, which they should be offensive, they were terrible atrocities across the world, uh, so they should be offensive, uh, we want to remove them. We want to remove things that, uh, that, that signify them. And let me just make sure I'm being very clear. I'm not saying Confederate flags should still be able to be flown all over the place, especially over a state house in a state of the United States that is, you know, for whatever reason, still sticking to <laughs> having that. But uh, I'm talking to you, South Carolina. But they took it down. Um, I'm not saying those things. What I'm saying is, is that when you're trying to remove history and you're trying to take things away, it's all part of the same thing. If you have an opinion that is opposite of me, you shouldn't be able to do what you do. And I don't think that that's right. I don't think any of you really think it's right, especially if it happened to you. But nobody thinks that way. Nobody, at least it appears right now, that nobody's putting that into their mind. Oh, if this was me in this role, man, I'd, I'd feel bad that I piss some people off. But if that's how I felt, that's how I felt. And, and that's what I would do. Um, and that's the part that I, I don't understand. Um, I, I, I don't understand where and why we stopped understanding completely, this is just out the window now, that others are entitled to their opinion. And that simply, we, we can just, the, the United States of America allows you to have your own separate freedom, have your own opinions. The beautiful part about America is the fact that you can sit, and I'll steal this and paraphrase this from the, the American President movie, uh, that allows you to sit across the table from somebody whose opinion fires up the most hot anger inside of your body. And you can still shake hands and walk away because you're both allowed to have those opposite opinions. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Uh, too many times... If you're a mask person and you see somebody without a mask, you yell at them for being a killer. Or uh, if you are a non-mask person and you see somebody with a mask, you ask why they're being such a pussy. Or why they're so weird. Or somebody who gets vaccinated. Versus somebody versus somebody who is, is not vaccinated or is not going to get vaccinated. You, again, you're a murderer. You're killing other people. Uh... Or the people that are not getting vaccinated telling people that are getting vaccinated versus those that are getting vaccinated. Uh, you are getting uh, controlled by the government. Uh, you're a, a pawn and you're getting poisoned and Bill Gates put a microchip in your head. Uh, it's insanity, right? 
Um, There's that. Uh, Obviously, the biggest one of all, uh, if you're a Democrat versus a Republican, the other side is Satan. That's that's just the way it is right now. Um, My question to you is how about maybe just take a second. And instead of being mask versus no mask, vaccine versus no vaccine, Democrat versus Republican, how about you just be American to American? Or, God forbid, human to human. That doesn't mean we're the same. But to our very core, we are the same. We are humans. That doesn't mean I believe the same thing that you do. That doesn't mean you believe the same thing I do. And you know what? I love that you don't. That's what makes us different and special. But just because you don't, and I've said this before, I am not willing to throw away a human completely out of my life because of one or two things I don't agree with them on. I'm not willing to tell that person they can't make a living or they can't do what they like to do uh, here in the United States that affords them that freedom. Because I don't like who they voted for or their choice on vaccinations or getting a flu shot. I've never gotten a flu shot in my life. No, no one came after me or attacked me for it. You know, I, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but people have told me, hey, you made a mistake giving me the what for when I needed to get the what for, and then that's the end of it. Uh, We need to do that with everything. Just take a second, ladies and gentlemen. Comedy is comedy. It's a joke. But you need to listen deeper when people like great comedians like Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Joe Rogan, those people, when they talk, there's a deeper level to some of the things that they say. And you need to listen to that. Um, They're just making comedy around tough issues. But, hey, it's Thursday. It's Friday's Eve, right? I hope everybody enjoys their upcoming weekend. I've enjoyed doing this uh, podcast. We'll do a few more of these. If you have any uh, desire to be a part of the podcast, you want to come on the podcast, you want to uh, hit me up with anything, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Goldie's Playground, at Goldie's Playground. Um, you can DM me there. Uh, you can also uh, put a comment. Check out the, you know, put comments on these, on these podcasts. Tell me your thoughts. I'm interested. You can email me at goldiesplayground at gmail.com because um, I'm cool and I like free email. Anyway, uh, thanks, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you in another time. Bye, everybody.